Welcome to the EAU podcast series on what do young urologists need to know. This is segment one, where we delve into navigating the transition from residency to professional urology practice. In our fourth and last episode of the segment, we are joined by Emre Schenner, an Associate Professor of Urology at Marmara University School of Medicine in Istanbul, Turkey. Also, Amelia Pietro Paolo, Consultant Urological Surgeon at University Hospital Southampton, United Kingdom. Together, they will explore the topic of networking and building professional relationships in urology. Join us and discover the essential skills required to build impactful connections. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast series, What Do Young Urologists Need to Know? Navigating the Transition from Residency to Professional Urology Practice. I'm Emre Şener. I'm an Associate Professor of Urology in Marmara University School of Medicine, Istanbul, Turkey. And joining me today is Dr. Amelia Pietropaolo. She is a consultant urological surgeon at the Urology Department of University Hospital, Southampton NHS Foundation Trust. We are thrilled to have you with us for this episode, Amelia. Before we dive into today's topics, we would like to express our gratitude for listening and following us. In today's episode, we will be talking about networking and building professional relationships in urology. So now let's get started. So Amelia, please tell us about your professional journey. For how many years have you practiced urology? Where did you start your urology career? And where did you end up with at the moment? Dear Emre, thank you very much for the kind introduction and welcome to all our listeners. I am originally from Italy, where I specialized in urology in 2016. And after my training, I moved to the UK for a fellowship in endourology. After my fellowship, I've been offered a permanent job and I have worked in the University Hospital of Southampton since then. I have recently been promoted as consultant surgeon with special interest in endourology. Over these years, I work closely with Professor Somani, which many of you probably know, and many other amazing colleagues, and I had several academic opportunities in order to build scientific collaboration with different subsections of the European Association of Urology. I am now giving teaching to undergraduates and junior doctors, and I'm started helping organizing our fellowship program. And thanks to this, I'm meeting brilliant young urologists and I'm very privileged to help them to achieve their goals from their experience in our workplace. However, one of the most satisfying achievements was probably becoming chair of the endourology group of the young academic urologists within EAU. So, Amelia, you moved from Italy to UK. Do you think there are any differences between Italy and UK in terms of professional life? Of course, Emre. The health systems are both public and free for all patients, but there are deep differences. I was supposed to go back to Italy after my one year of fellowship. However, I love the challenge of a new international experience and career. The UK system is giving me the chance to grow professionally and scientifically. So what to say, Emre? Every country has its own pros and cons, but if you're really dedicated to what you're doing, there are no bumps along the way to achieve the best clinical practice. Amelia, I know that you are a very active urologist and we see your name in many important meetings, platforms. 
I also know that you have great connections with many colleagues. As far as I understand from your standpoint, besides having a good theoretical and practical knowledge, you also value having strong personal relationships and networking as a part of being a good doctor. Could you please comment on this? You read my mind, Emre. Indeed, I think that networking is a way of creating and maintaining connections with people and communicating in such a way to support one another's learning. I realized this over the years, having had many opportunities to travel and attend international meetings. I have been in contact and in collaboration with different working groups, different subsections of EAU, such as ULIS and ISUT, and along this way, I had the chance to gain both theoretical and practical knowledge from valuable mentors from these groups. The key to these gainings is the networking opportunities during the conferences. But honestly, the most interesting and stimulating networking and collaboration occurs in our YAO group, where we constantly build collaboration projects with 16 young urologists coming from 11 different countries, each one with his own culture and medical practice, but all with the same enthusiasm and eagerness to do research. Well, you probably can't have this many face-to-face collaborations with your busy schedule. Hopefully, we have many social media platforms nowadays that connect us to our friends, family, and also our colleagues from all over the world. Do you think social media makes networking easier? Well, it has been very nice to be able to go back to meet people face-to-face after COVID isolation. Thanks to the pandemic, though, we learned to achieve effective ways of sharing knowledge and communication through social medias and virtual learning. This is an enormous revolution that surely makes communication easier, but it is difficult to achieve the same quality of the face-to-face contents and also the truthfulness of the human relationships. Online platforms have an advantage of meeting and sharing with almost an unlimited number of people without compromising your own local working schedules and without the high cost of travel and with less burden on the environmental impact. However, it has the disadvantage of lack of real emotional touch that can only be achievable with physical encounters. Sharing of nice friendly dinner, for example, or drinking in company with laughter. Actually, these are the points that really makes us human. I totally agree with you, Amelia. I have many younger colleagues coming to me and asking for advice about how to shape their careers. I have my own answers, but I'm really curious about what you would tell the young urologists who are at the very beginning of their professional life and who are willing to try as well as you did. Well, I have only one real recommendation that worked very well in my case. Go out of your comfort zone. Sometimes urology specialist training is static and young urologists are dragged through it without having the opportunity to investigate themselves in regards to what their real needs are. The trick is to look forward and think out of the box, discovering different horizons in urology. I suggest, for example, use scholarship or any fellowships or mentorships in order to find the best way to thrive and develop the maximum of their potentiality. Young urologists should feel encouraged to talk to people during meetings, ask questions to experts, try to learn from other experiences. 
Don't stick with already known friends, but meet new colleagues who work together towards the same goal. Most surely, you will find a common discussion subject. Believe me. Well, technology is shaping the whole world. We can't even imagine what advancements we will have in the very near future. How do you think networking and remote education opportunities will be affected by these advancements in the near future? Dear Emre, this is a very difficult question. We are seeing many fields changing thanks to progress in artificial intelligence, for example, including urology. I am sure networking will follow this path and we will see more innovation in terms of virtual reality in surgical training. I'm equally sure that human relationship and face-to-face training cannot be completely replaced. So I wait to see what the future holds. Yes, and I am really curious and excited to see what we will live to see in the near future. I have one last question for you. I have many friends who moved to UK for different purposes, mainly for work. And in a very short amount of time, they adapted the British accent and they started talking like native British people. But you, you still keep your strong Italian accent, and which is quite good, I think. Italian accent, Italian language is so musical, so exciting to listen to. How do you manage to resist the temptation? <laughs> Thank you very much, Emre. This is actually quite uh, a nice comment. And uh, yeah, uh, essentially, I think that uh, it's very important to keep the originality and the truthfulness of your origin and your way of speaking and your accent. I don't want the people listen to me thinking that I'm English because I want everybody to know that I'm Italian inside. And I think this is very important to keep your authenticity in everything you do and with all the people of different background that you will meet during your working days, scientific meetings, or just daily life. Perfect. Any last words for our audience, Amelia? Thank you very much for listening. Me and Emre, we are part of the Young Academic Urologist and we are very happy to discuss with you if you have any question about how to maximize your training opportunities or your learning opportunities. We are very happy to directly be contacted to for any future help or support in your career. Well, thank you very much, Amelia, for your precise and honest opinions about networking and building professional relationships in urology. We would like to thank the audience so much for joining us today on What Do Young Urologists Need to Know? Navigating the transition from residency to professional urology practice. We hope you found value in our discussion. We wish you all the best in your professional careers and hope to meet in future meetings. Thank you, Associate Professor Schoener and Dr. Pietra Paolo, for sharing your expertise in this enlightening EAU podcast episode. We appreciate your valuable insights. And to all our listeners, thank you for joining us throughout this segment of navigating the transition from residency to professional urology practice. We hope you found the discussions informative and engaging. To stay updated on the latest EAU podcasts and not miss segment two, Balancing the Life of a Young Urologist, make sure to subscribe to our EAU podcast channel on your preferred podcast app. Until next time, take care and stay curious.